we need to start doing pre-crime, like Minority Report, where we're like we're like this guy seems like he'll kill someone. Let's put him in jail. <laughs> The Matt Miller Real Podcast. The Matt Miller Real Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Matt Miller Real Podcast. I know you just heard the song there. As the time of the recording, I don't. I didn't finish the song, but I think it's going to be a pretty silly entry uh, into the podcast sphere as a song uh, of theme song of the year for podcasts. Top tier theme song. Talk top tier uh, content. This time, as mentioned on the last episode, I am not on drugs during it. I'm more coherent, and now I'm doodling. Now I'm distracted. I can't. I can't just focus in for once in a while. I'm always doing something else. <laughs> Do you guys get bored? Are you getting? Are you guys getting bored out there? Have you? Have you guys ever been a bored? I don't get bored. Okay, I'm fucking cool. I'm like. What's that fucking uh, flagpole sit of Harvey Danger? If you're bored, then you're boring. <laughs> I ain't bored, dude. I always have something on my mind or something I got to do or like. I would I would only be bored if I was forced into a scenario where like I couldn't record my thoughts in a way. Like be it podcast, jokes, doodling, just Googling things. I couldn't like do an action to my thoughts. If I was just like, yeah, if I was in a blank room and didn't have a pen or anything or anything, anything, I would go, I would go wild. I'm a creative man. I'm a creative guy, creative man. (laughs) And uh, yeah, if I couldn't be creative, that would be wild. But as a creative person, you know, you never get bored. Uh, How can you get bored being a creative guy? fucking creative creative time i wrote down a series of thoughts i had mostly today on this ripped piece of paper that i have near me um this this is uh playing devil's advocate some people i've talked about this before one time irl this lady got mad at me for wanting to play devil's advocate about something and she uh she told me so you want to just be an asshole but not every time I know I'm, if you're watching the video, I'm holding a lighter, but I am not, I haven't smoked anything. I just like to hold a lighter, but not every time you're playing devil's advocate. Are you for the asshole side of things? I mean, I know it, it and like technically it's just for the counter argument, but the, but the, but the devil's advocate could be right. Making the main argument, the asshole argument. You see my point here? <laughs> it's not. Just because it appears to be the wrong argument doesn't mean it is. Yeah, if everything seemingly evil is just evil, then the world will not be a good place. Because then that's a that's a slippery slope. If we just deem everything that looks like it's evil as evil without further analysis, then things that aren't evil are going to start, uh, you know, being penalized, and then we're we're living in a chaos world. <laughs> chaos world now you might be like penalized what is even evil who should even be penalized no one's really in control with what they're uh, they're doing out there 
we can't penalize people for like say murdering or something right because everyone's got mental illness <laughs> this is the path i'm going down but i think you probably could argue something like that that every every action is a result of something going on in your brain or something that i'm not really completely for uh free will uh or not for it i would be for it but i mean i'm not I don't think we're completely free. I don't, you know, I can debate whether free will exists or not, but I just think we're all uh, the products of what happened before us. You know, everything is just a result of something. Nothing exists independently without something else. And then, you know, when you tell people this, they're like, oh, free will doesn't exist. That means I shouldn't even try because it's already pre-designated. But I mean, it exists, We just, but you don't know the future. So yeah, try. Maybe you will succeed. Maybe you won't. It's still, it doesn't mean you won't succeed or you will succeed. All it means is uh, we're all just a product of what happened before. And, uh, and every action and thing we say is just a result of something that happened. There's nothing like newly thought out. So you could argue that any uh, fucking evil person is just a it's just a person, you know, it's just a, you're as likely to end up in that scenario as they are. It's just a set of circumstances. Now, obviously, uh, if someone does bad stuff and, uh, they need to be penalized, they need to be, uh, not penalized. <laughs> yeah. Well, penalized is kind of the word, but they need to be, something needs to be done with them. They need to be punished is the word, uh, to supposedly re relearn, uh, good behavior or learn it for the first time <laughs> like if someone kills someone we have to punish them even though they may be a fucking psycho in the brain we still we can't just have someone who's capable of killing someone running around which is why we have to eliminate uh no <laughs> i don't know which is why we gotta just eliminate so many people so we need to start doing pre-crime, like Minority Report, where like we're like, this guy seems like he'll kill someone. Let's put him in jail. <laughs> but what's my point here? There's no point here, and I'm just kidding about the pre-crime thing, obviously. We should... Uh, I'm never for uh, guilty before innocent. I think we always got to wait and see what happens, all right? I think the court of public opinion... Uh, online discourse or even just talking amongst random groups of people, people come to conclusions about things right away and nothing, uh, it's hard to come, come to conclusions right away. There's so much to every story that involves, you know, bad things happening that we should stop coming to conclusions so quick. But I mean, we're a uh, view-based sort of economy and you need to have the quickest response to things. I'm just speaking very vaguely about stuff, just thinking about things. The quickest response with the most like controversial headline based off where you're, where you're coming from. I've been on Twitter a lot, too much, more than ever in my life. And just looking through it, just reading all the angriness on it. There's a lot of race baiting on Twitter, a lot of talk about race, which is fun. It's always a good topic. It always gets a lot of people stirred up. And you just wonder how many people actually care about anything or are just like, just have their own racist motivations or 
I don't know. It just is just a fucking dumb person, and they're just spewing off this opinion because this is what their friend group would agree with, and they need to fit in with the society around them so they're not ostracized, so they live an okay life. <laughs> you need to stay within the group opinion to make your life okay. You know what I'm saying? That way you don't get uh, kicked out for uh, disagreeing. And I know it's hard emotionally. To not fulfill uh, other people's expectations of how you should feel about things, but this is what separates us from the animals as humans. We can <laughs> we can divert from the tribe, and you still be okay. Wow, you know it's funny. I'm not, uh, you know. So sometimes in the other podcasts, I'll have to pause and go back. To listen to what I said, just because I'm like so high, I forget what I'm going on. And that tangent, I I'm sober now, and I don't remember. I remember how we started defend against evil, but I don't know what conclusions we made there. I'm just giving you points I have. I've, I wrote down open borders down here, which is a fun controversial one, and I'm under the opinion that no one is actually for open borders. Everybody does have a sense of privacy that they want i'm just thinking from like a philosophical sense for uh open borders everyone wants their own space right uh people want like if you live in a small house you want a bigger house in order to get a bigger house you need to take up more space than you're taking up now and then what you do in your house what do you do what did you do you put locks on it so because you don't want people breaking in because you don't trust other people and you know people shouldn't be trusted <laughs> so you put locks on it so you want to take up more space and you want to live in a private space but you want to just let endless people enter i'm just thinking of the hypothetical extreme version open borders where everyone's allowed to come in you won't be warranted the big house because you'll need to make room for them so you should go you should you, you downsize which which could be fine if you're if you're truly open borders and you live in a mansion and in a gated community you're not open borders you're against it you think people should be fenced off from each other if you're you're not an open borders person if you live in a gated community <laughs> that's just that's just the truth but yeah if you have a if you keep things locked at all you're not really for open borders you think there still should be a separation from people from other people. I know that doesn't completely tie in to open borders and be like, well, no, I'm just okay with endless people coming in. I just don't want them coming into my house. But you're seeing you, you, you do think there should be some sort of border between you and people, though. Uh, and then, like, what if you have a family and there's people you don't like and you want to, like, or no, or... What if you have like a party, a birthday party, and you only want X people in the birthday party, and then a bunch of other people show up, and you're like, well, they can't be here because I only want X people. Then, you're, you know, you're for closed borders. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a nice little birthday party, you're closed borders then, right? Because you don't want uh, extra people you don't want there. And it's not because... So the people... That you don't want no scratch that they're not bad they're just people they're just people strangers you just don't want strangers there so there is a point but like if we think of it on a grand scale as a as a place that we're calling a country a country 
A cunt tree is a tree full of cunts. A cunt tree. <laughs> but no, if we're doing a... Uh, <laughs> a, a country is like a big version, you know, of a birthday party. We're all celebrating and having fun. And sometimes we just don't want strangers wandering in. And we just want to have a little fun. Maybe once in a while we want some strangers, but not all the time. Right? Because that... Because at a low scale level, you don't want everyone showing up to your birthday party. This is this is ter- is this a good analogy? I think it's actually pretty good. I once saw a, a house that was like uh, open borders, freedom, and they had like a like a a big fence that was locked in. In front of the fence was an open borders, like everyone should be free sign, and then like a security cam, like a bunch of security cams, a gated fence, like, and I'm like. You, your actions display that you're not very trusted. You don't think people should be free to do what they want. You, you don't trust them with, with your house. You have to fence it off and put locks on it. So you obviously think that people uh, may do bad things. So you think there, there should be some sort of barrier between you and people. Um, I don't know. I know... People can dispute what I'm saying here and be like, well, no, I want, well, yeah, everyone. And then we can all have our own big spaces. But, and there's, and there's probably a tons of room in the, the U.S., for example, to fit everyone in the world. I could only guess there's enough, but, or maybe there's not. And again, that's another pointless thing. I I only uh, like to discuss things. There's no conclusions there. I uh, yeah, I'm for uh, you know people showing up, but I just don't want everyone showing up all the time. I guess, right? <laughs> right now, it's a big hot issue: immigration, hot issue. What are we gonna do? All these people coming in, and it's just. What is really the answer? You know what I'm saying? What is really the answer? If we're trying to say that the American system, if, you, if you're, okay, closed border person, and you're saying the American system is the best, wouldn't you want the whole world to be a part of the American system? And since the world isn't doing it, they have to come here. <laughs> I guess what the U.S. likes to do is go places and uh, force you know their way of being onto the people uh and that's and that's a way people promote their uh ideologies is force other people to do it if they deem it to be less good so yeah i guess what i'm getting at is what i'm talking about is democracy the force the pushing of democracy now you guys do you guys like democracy is that the best is that the best way to uh governize humans a little bit of democracy to your face what what is even the true definition of democracy it's supposed to be like by it's supposed to be like uh we vote right on issues and majority rules is that democracy we have we're supposedly represented in the government as people is that good should we all be represented <laughs> what if i was like a uh what if i was a fascist wouldn't that be fun the government should uh control everything the government, you know, it's funny that people are anti-fascist and then pro-censorship. They're they're directly at bump heads with each other. 
like a big thing about fascism is censorship. <laughs> so like uh as long as you're you're hearing uh wrong opinions and the government's not being involved, we're doing pretty good. But once you start hearing wrong opinions and persons getting uh killed, then we're not doing good. Okay, guys, talking about fascism and opinions. Oh, here's a fun topic I wrote down. Best sports team. Um, they say, like, uh, they don't say shit. I was thinking, <laughs> I'm really all, even when I'm just doing this just as a guy right here and not uh, just as a guy and not and not smoking before, I'm still, like, all, I'm just naturally just all over the place. You guys should come see me do stand-up. My stand-up's pretty wild. It's like this, but... I do much better in the heightened reality of being like uh, in front of a crowd. Sometimes, no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm a killer. All I do is fucking kill. We're in this nation to kill ourselves. We're in our nation to kill each other. We're in this nation to kill, 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 again and again. You know, Papa Roach. You ever play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? I was just singing. A Papa Roach song for you. But yeah, sports team is what I was trying But now, yeah, no. My mind is all over the place right now. Stand up. It's so fun. I like I like making you laugh. Come out. Matt Miller. Uh, yeah, MattMillerComedy.com. Matt Miller Real on Instagram. You can I post the shows I do on there. Come out. Have a good time. Hang out with me. Your boy, Matty. Best sports team is what I wrote. If someone only likes all the best sports teams, like what is that now? Uh, the Chiefs, the Yankees, maybe the Warriors, all the whatever the hockey one is. This person can't be trusted. They're a snake in the water. If you're friends with this person, they're not going to be a good friend. If you're going through tough times and your other friends are having good times, they're going to leave your ship to go sail on the high seas. You can't trust someone that's only fans of good sports team you need someone that you know rides it out with teams you need a loyal we need more loyal people in this world and less uh dick riding clout chasing people you know what i'm saying <laughs> so don't don't befriend someone on a sports team don't be <laughs> yeah don't befriend someone who's on a sports team you wouldn't want to hang out with that guy now nah, i'm sure that guy's okay don't befriend someone that only likes all the best sports team they are uh they're, they're not to be trusted okay you know it's funny did i say i was gonna quit weed or stop smoking weed on this i'm like highly considering after i'm done with this going to go smoke weed and that's just the effects of uh you know the addiction to weed they don't nobody everyone tries to downplay weed addiction oh you can get addicted to anything and but whenever i talk about the negatives of weed i don't i'm not trying to make it illegal I, I think it should be very legal and you can do whatever you want, smoke it all the time. I'm just saying the negatives should be uh, known. They should be highly known. Um, and you can make a choice as an adult. But I just want people to know that weed isn't some glory drug. And I think people realize it's not. I've known a lot of people that just like waste time just getting high and don't do anything with their lives. And... Just because they're fucking smoking weed all the time. And they're probably... And probably the weed just allows them to get away with it without freaking out. And they're probably naturally 
just lazy, I would imagine. And the weed just kind of lets them make it their personality, but... And there's other people that smoke weed and are very productive, get a lot of things done, whatever, and they do it for fun. But people should just know it's a controversy. I mean, fucking, fucking shit. People should know. Actually, I was just reading that. Uh, yeah, schizophrenia in uh, teenage boys who heavily smoke is it's directly linked. And I know that it's always been known that like things like schizophrenia can come out of you sooner than expected if you smoke a lot of weed. But that's something. That's a known thing. If you're a heavy weed smoker as a teen, you you are kind of fucking up your brain a little bit, especially doing it before your brain's fully developed. You know, if you're if you're an everyday smoker as a teen, that's affecting you in the future. As a teen, let me let my dog in. Oh, what a sweet pooch! What a sweet pooch I got here. No dogs. Who couldn't love a nice dog? You got a dog in your life. I know some people aren't dog people. I've met people that aren't animal people, which I think is crazy to not be an animal person. How could you not not love them? All right, he's groaning at me. <laughs> um, even though I do eat meat, but I have I have respect for the animals providing us with meat. It's just I I can justify eating meat by being like, well, they do it too. <laughs> animals be eating meat too. And I do think, I don't know, I think there's like a, a vegetarian, uh, like people, maybe, maybe I've been on too much conspiracy shit, but a lot of conspiracy, conspiracy stuff is like they're trying to get rid of meat, make us eat bugs and shit. And I don't know if that's actually what's going down, they being the, the Illuminati, or not the Illuminati, or just the, 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 the elite people, the people with the most money and power. And I'm not... Uh, what am, what am I trying to say here? I'm pro meat. I think meat's good for people, and uh, I can show you lots of articles and medical people saying it's good for you. I can, and I know you can be like, oh, I can find a lot of people saying like meat isn't as good for you as other things, but you need. There's like certain things in meat that I think you do need in order to exist. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> There's certain like B vitamins and shit you can't get without meat, but I think humans uh, are supposed to eat meat. That's uh, in our uh, DNA. We want to munch down on other creatures. I feel like that that just makes sense, you know. I don't know why I'm fucking talking about meat right now. I do think that the the food industry is kind of like factory farming is kind of fucked up. Animals are kind of yeah. I mean they're. They do get fucked up on there. And there needs to be some sort of moral efficacy to animal. Like, hunting is the most ethical way to to get meat. Factory farm is just like shooting fish in a barrel. If you're out there hunting, even with a gun, and I know that gives you an advantage, that's still more, I mean, if we're thinking about giving the prey a chance, a farm doesn't give the prey a chance at all. Hunting does. And it's funny that hunting gets demonized and we don't even think about factory farming or maybe you do but why am i bringing this up you know it's just a fun thing to think about <laughs> there are whole places that are just full of animals and they have whole like ponds of just animal shit next to them and they just reek of shit and that shit just goes through the air for miles to other towns 
Because there's so many fucking animals. There's so many farms with so many fucking animals that we're eating. That it is pretty wild. Now, I could say we could all... We could all... Me, definitely. I'm, I'm not going to project here. I got to let my dog out of the room. Um, we could all... Probably eat less. And by we could all, I mean me and anyone else who's fat as shit. Now, it's hard. I love eating. I want to munch. <laughs> all the time but we, we got we got to eat less eat a little bit less just in general just eat a little bit less in general we don't need to be such fat shits everyone who's fat out there i'm not saying you're fat you're probably a skinny awesome person because skinny people are awesome <laughs> but uh yeah eat a little bit less I'm, I'm working on it i'm working on it i got so fat during fucking covid it was pretty wild. I got the biggest I ever was. I have so many comedy videos that I shot during COVID for like Instagram. And I, I sometimes I'll repost them. And now I've lost weight. I'm probably 25, maybe 30 pounds lighter. And I'm like putting these videos up and I'm like, damn, I'm such a fat fuck. And then I have to replay this and it's like me skinnier, still fat. And then me really fat and then me skinnier. And it's just like, what the hell? Got so fat. The fucking lockdown. I was, I was podcasting a lot in there. Militant affection, former podcast, and uh, I was eating like whole things of like intimate cakes. I would just finish my, my my job during the day, my little day job I got, and uh, and then I just buy an intimate's cake and watch someone play. Uh, fucking what's that game? Animal Crossing. I watched someone play a lot. Of, well, not a ton, but a little bit of Animal Crossing. Eating an intimate's cake. Like a true 21st century adult male. Because <laughs> that was just fine. That was just a fine dandy time. That was just fine. That was just fun. But, yeah. You know, funny enough, during the uh, lockdown, I didn't smoke a ton of weed. Which is interesting. I didn't start smoking a ton more weed till post-lockdown. But... Just letting you guys know about my weed smoking, just in case you need a quick update. Maddie's weed smoking. Let's all fucking go see him get so high. I saw this video, you know, like Spice uh, synthetic weed. Some video on Reddit said this, like they have this special whatever K2. K2 is the, you know, the famous name. But uh, in Brazil, and this guy was just like frozen solid with like, red the most red blood bloodshot eyes just standing holding a bench and he was just standing there and there's like i forget the name of the drug they're like this drug is known to zombify you it's like some synthetic weed and the guy was completely fucked up and the people are always like why are you doing synthetic weed why don't you just do regular weed man but like fucking people that are into drugs are just gonna dive into Whatever fucking drugs they can get their hands on sometimes. Certain people. Even if it could result in them being all fucked up. Just because they want they want the drugs. Fucking drug people. You need the drugs. But. And, and people would smoke spice. Because they didn't have access to weed. Like high school kids. When they bought fucking K2 spice at stores. To get high. And that stuff like killed people. And was really bad. And uh, you you should have just been smoking regular weed and not K two. So I'd recommend not smoking spice. Now, granted, it may be such a it may be a really fun high. I don't know. So, 
<laughs> so I'm not going to completely talk shit about it. But who knows? Drugs. You guys doing drugs out there? One time I bought ecstasy from this guy. Uh, he was like an ex-military guy. And he was giving away free, free, you know, it well, he was, he was giving a taste to his drugs. He gave me ecstasy. I already said that. I remember he was saying something about his, like, Asian landlord, and he made some uh, racist joke. I think he called him, like, a uh, a C word. <laughs> but anyhow, I took his, his free drugs, and they were shit. They were shit drugs. I did the ecstasy. I didn't feel shit. And then two later, two days later, I was all depressed and shit, looking on, like, Facebook, looking at like old photos and stuff and all sad and shit. And I think I just got the negative effects of ecstasy without the positive. That was the only time I've ever done. I've ever done E was that one time I bought it from that racist ex military guy and it was shit and just made me sad. So maybe one day I'll try it. I feel like I'm too old at this point. I can't have my first E experience. Well, at at this age I could, but you know, I'm pushing it (laughs) or also whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? What am I saying? I'm being ageist against trying drugs. Uh, I remember someone I saw, you know, some people will say once they're like real old, they'll just do all the drugs and get fucked up all the time when they're old. And someone online, I wish I could uh, credit them, was just like, well, how, where are they going to get the drugs? You're going to have to know people with drugs to get them. It's easier to do when you're young. If you're an old guy, you got to find them, you know? <laughs> I guess you can get the drugs at the pharmacy. You can get, I mean, weed's legal so many places. You can get, as mentioned on other podcasts, uh, opium-related items from the pharmacy. <laughs> as, as mentioned on other podcasts, as mentioned in reality, you can get your fucking opium fix from the pharmacy. Weed, you can get booze, meth, right? You can get meth. Some people correlate like uh, ADD medications like cocaine, I think somebody told me. And I've done cocaine. I've never actually, I mean, I've never done cocaine. I've only been forced to do it by criminals. but and I've done ADD medication, but I've never I've only done it when I'm drunk. I've never done it when I'm sober, and I don't know really what it feels like, but some people equate it to that. So how do you feel about that? Some people. Cocaine. What a silly drug. You just do it and it makes you, it makes you, I would say, it makes you feel like, you know, when you accomplish something, you have that good feeling inside, you're like, I did it. It just gives you that artificial, I did it feeling. And you're like, you feel like, you feel like a million bucks. I feel like a million bucks. I just did cocaine. I can only imagine what crack feels like. Crack just must... David Cross in an interview said it felt like uh, the beginning of like a roller coaster when you're when you're going down the first drop it makes you feel like that just for 30 minutes you're just like "Ah!" which sounds pretty fun I'm a big roller coaster guy (laughs) one time I was gonna no I'm not really I wasn't my foot is falling asleep right now this is ridiculous I gotta stand up. Gotta talk down to the mic. I gotta. Sometimes my feet fall asleep. I haven't had enough water today. I'm talking. I'm talking real, you know, fast. My foot. Ah, my foot hurts right now. Okay. 
Roller coasters going down. It's a cramp, and it really doesn't hurt that bad. It hurts like a regular cramp, but they're just not fun, you know? You ever wake up with a Charlie horse? God, fucking alcohol would make me wake up with a fucking Charlie horse. Fucking booze. Um, cocaine. Crack, yeah. One time I jokingly was telling my buddy, I'm like, I should try to make crack. He's like, don't smoke crack, just blow rails. You don't want to go down that path. And I guess crack is pretty dangerous. I can only imagine. I get addicted to things pretty good. I can get to addicted to something pretty good. And then I probably shouldn't go down the crack path. <laughs> probably should not. But if you want to, let me know. I'm not advocating it. I'm not here to promote crack. I'm just saying, let me know. Help a guy out. No, I'm just <laughs> let me know that you didn't get addicted. Who do I know? Do I know anyone? I probably know some people that have smoked crack and didn't uh, and didn't get addicted. You can just do it a couple times. Yeah, this is also in the David Cross thing. That cramp really threw my mind out of whack. Was he said the guy let him like smoke crack twice and he wouldn't let him do it a third time because this was in a guy's like vacant, whatever, not vacant, I don't think, or like empty apartment that was just full of piss bottles. He's like, you're going to end up like me if you smoke it again, just twice. So let me know if you smoke it three times and you're, you have no cravings for it again. I guess you'll always have cravings. The cravings never stop. <laughs> the drug, the drug addicted cravings never stop. You just, they just get, you know, it just gets easier i guess over time to deal with the pain of wanting the drug being a drug addict addict's a difficult thing guys <laughs> a lot of drug talk in this this is where i thought i was gonna go today but it is you ever see that video of like uh dmx r.i.p dmx like talking about his daughter he's like are you gonna give up crack for your daughter and he's like no nah. and he leaves the room crack is a fucking People get hardcore addicted. Even DMX. Hardcore addicted to crack. It's tough. It's tough out there. Drugs. Drugs. Alright, I think this is going to be the end of the regular episode. We're going to switch over to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Matt Miller Real. Uh, I'm also going to be putting on my Instagram at Matt Miller Real. I'm going to Stick both the the regular episode and the Patreon episode on there under the subscriptions. It'll be a dollar subscription, and you'll have the regular and Patreon of every episode. If Instagram lets me do that, I don't even know what you can do on Instagram anymore. <clears throat> no, I know what you can do. You can do anything on there. <laughs> and yeah, uh, TikTok at Matt Miller Real Two. My first account got banned. I was making. Can I just tell you this? I was I made this joke about uh, addiction uh, being a way to cure your problems. Use addiction, and they and they said it was like promoting substance abuse. And I'm like, I'm being satirical, but yeah, satire is tough on there nowadays. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Matt Miller Real Comedy. I'll be posting the regular video episodes on there, and. On the Patreon, I'm gonna post the yeah the Patreon episode, and I may I've been filming myself walking, and it's been very shaky with my phone. The camera's been all over. It may not be so easily viewable, 
uh, and I'm going to use it. I'm using it as the border for the episodes. So at this point, this is episode three, and I still haven't released any of the episodes, but that's just the inside pay, uh, podcast stuff right now. But yeah, I've been using it as the 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 border for the videos because I think it looks cool, and hopefully it's not too jarring. Just let me know. But yeah, uh, catch you on the uh, Patreon. Until next week, fucking stuff. It's the Matt Miller, Matt Miller, real podcast. It's the Matt Miller, Matt Miller, real podcast.